content warning. The following podcast contains descriptions of harm to animals. You're listening to Quantum Childhood, a Tales from the Loop actual play podcast presented by Geek at Arms. My name is Brian. I'll be the game master. Let's introduce our players. Hi, I'm Christian. I play Enzo, the weirdo, who's uh, 14 years old. Well, hi, I'm Jacob. I play Kevin, the popular kid, who's like 13 or something. I'm John. I play Joe Mar Smith. I'm the rocker kid, about 14 years old. Uh, I am Jacob, not the same one, and I play Cody the Hick. So my character's name is Mo. She's 12 years old. My, my name is Yolanda. This is episode one of the four seasons of Mad Science, The Killer Birds, part one. It is summer break in Nevada, and it is hot, hot, hot. They say it's okay because it's a dry heat, but it doesn't matter if it's dry or wet when you can fry an egg on the sidewalk. You spend most of your time just trying to stay cool. You go to the pool, you go to the movies because there's air conditioning there, and you go to your hideout because it's nice and cool underground. Today, it's uh, probably early morning, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and Enzo is at the pet, pet store. What's going on at the pet store today, Enzo? I'm just walking into the pet shop after a day at school and um, just saying hi to the pet shop owner. His name is Jerry Birch. Oh, hey there, Enzo. How are you doing today? I know. (laughs) School sucks. Well, it's a good thing it's over now, ain't it? Say, you know, I was I was just thinking about you the other day. Uh, You know, they've they've been doing these all these experiments over at the loop. And uh, it was the funniest thing. They ordered like twice as many of these white rats as they were supposed to. I, I was wondering if uh, maybe you'd like to take care of a couple of these. Uh, I, I don't quite have enough cages for all of them. Oh, really? Oh, God. I brought a cat into the shop. <laughs> so, <laughs> so. <laughs> so, um, I found this outside. Would you like this cat? <laughs> oh, well, picked up a stray, did you? <laughs> I always do. You know, this is a this this is kind of a sleek looking kitty. I wonder if this belonged to somebody. Uh, could be, but I'd love to take those uh, mice off your hands for a bit. The, the draw them and you know maybe sneak them into school for a few days. Oh, I uh, remember school is out for the summer right now. So summer school then. <laughs> summer school. <laughs> I guess Enzo uh, would be the one a, person to go to summer school, right? right. <laughs> Voluntarily. Yeah. Well, my father's had me do homeschooling, so that's school and summer. So. All right. So he hands over a couple of rats and uh, gives you some food to give to him later. And you put them in your pockets and head on home. Kevin. Oh, yeah. What are you up to on this fine morning? I am just noticing how to thank in my shed is starting to smell more and uh, I need somewhere to put it. <laughs> right. So the, uh, the principal's poor Basset hound Sargon has died under your care. And uh, your little sister is just heartbroken because she's four years old and she loves that dog. And she keeps wandering around saying, Sargon, where's Sargon? Mm. You can hear her outside right now. Ooh, I'm definitely feeling the guilt. Do I have a walkie-talkie I could call any of my cool friends for help? 
Uh, sure, you have a walkie-talkie. Who's got the other end of it? Any volunteers? <laughs> oh, Jamar has it, I think. I don't honestly know, you know. Yes. It gets passed around a lot. Hold on. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm hearing somebody on the other end. Okay. Hey. This is Jomar, 10-4. This is Kevin, over. Kevin, hey. This is Jomar, over. <laughs> Jomar, this is um Kevin. I have a situation, over. Hey, Kevin, this is Jomar. Um, what's the situation? Over. I need a more isolated place to talk about this. There's listening ears here. Over. Okay. Um, do you do you want to meet at our our place? Over. You mean the place we're not going to talk about over the air? Over. That's the place. Yes. Over. All right. Let's do it as soon as you can get there. Over. Okay. Give me like five or so. Over. Oh come on, man. Over. <laughs> okay over roger over ebert over keep your walkie with you teddy bear over 10-4 smoky buddy over over <laughs> on my way over over <laughs> all right kevin you still got the problem of you got to slip out without uh, your sister looking in the shed and seeing that dead dog. So uh, um, how are you going to accomplish that? What day of the week was it again? I'm so stressed. I don't remember. We'll say it's a Tuesday. Uh, so dad's still at work. Okay. We got this. Um, Feels like a typical Tuesday. Got to get rid of the sister. She really likes my sorry board game. Oh, that's not going to work. She's not going to play it by herself. <laughs> I will offer to take her to her friend's house, being a great brother, and drop her off. Why don't you give me a charm roll? Okay. The first roll of the game. Nice. Okay. Sarah is just so excited to go see her friend because she didn't think that she was going to get to see her until the weekend. So... All thoughts of the dog are right out of her head. And I and I did, you know, push the dog into the back of the shed behind those tools <laughs> dad never uses. None of the bonus effects are really appropriate for this. So we're just going to say that it doesn't really matter what you tell her uh, in the future. She's going to believe you anything that you have to say about that dog. So oh, yes. that's going to be a non-issue. Okay. Crisis averted. <laughs> Good work. All right, Jomar, do you have any difficulties that you're going to have to negotiate to get to the hideout? No, I'm just going to need to make sure that, you know, whichever parent is is home at the time. I think it's mom. I'm just going to let her know that I'm going to be out for a little bit, but uh, I'll, I'll be back, you know, uh, around dusk, dark time. You know, when the, when the streetlights go down, I'll, I'll be coming into the yard. So, All right, sweetie, you have fun. Thanks, Mom. Love you, and, and I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right, what about Cody? What are you doing right now? So you said it's it's dry summer in Nevada. Now, I haven't spent a lot of time in Nevada. Does this place get brown in the summertime like California does? Uh, and then some, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then, like, our surroundings nature-wise, 
are there any places that are that would have like a little bit of of green growth maybe um and aren't like forest necessarily that i could go and be without being too uncomfortable yeah you like to uh, spend a lot of time down uh, near the Colorado River. Okay. Uh, there's a, a creek, a dry creek bed that goes down there, and there's plenty of greenery that grows up there uh, where the river slows down. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, cool. I'll go. I'll be sitting sitting by the river then. I'm missing how it stays green in Texas during the summertime. I'm mad that I can't be doing summertime hockey stuff or anything else in the new town because what my dad said and I'm really wishing I had a dog because I'm <laughs> I'm too young to drive a car. I I can't get a gun, um, so like I can't really achieve my my steps towards my dream of becoming a police officer. But man, if a kid had a dog, that would just be the best. <laughs> but as it is, I'm I'm sitting alone in the grass. All right, and Mogu, what's she up to? Well, I hate heat and I hate sun and the library has air conditioning. So guess where I am? <laughs> and computers. <laughs> All right. Well, the library is actually closed for the summer. So what Ramona's... kind of place is this? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a smallish town with uh, where all of the government money has left because the dam is finished. Uh, and they're under budget. Oh. Or they're... They don't have enough budget, so they close the library during the summer. But because you've got the your friend Ramon as a custodian, he lets you in. Ah, even uh, better. So he's there working on his night school homework, and he asks you a question occasionally. But most of the time, you're just poking around on the computer uh, reading news groups. All right. So that's how you you spent the morning. Um, eventually, uh, you all wind up migrating onto the, the hideout. We'll say that, uh, let's get a little bit of, of talk between Jomar and Kevin about that dog first, and oh. then we'll move on. Kevin. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Dude. man. What? What happened to the dog? It's a long story. I've it, got time. So you remember how Enzo dared me to, uh, climb up on my roof? Okay. Uh, and you remember that I used to, I, cats, they say cats land on their legs all the time. Every time you throw them off a roof. Whoa, whoa, you didn't, you didn't. So I didn't mean to. He just happened to be up oh, there with Lord. me. And then, uh, well, you can see. What was he doing up there with you? Okay, it it escalated quickly. Okay. <laughs> Dude, the dog is dead, man. Well, do you have to be so blunt about it? Okay, look, look, look. You're you're my bro. You're my my pal, my buddy, and I don't want you to like end up going to jail. I I don't want the PETA group or something to come after you and like throw you off of a roof. Okay, I mean I'm really concerned here. How long would I even okay. go to jail for? I can't do that. I'm too young. Well, I, I, like, how old was the dog? Because they're, like, in dog years, and so it could be, like, a year for every dog year. And Oh, my word. What is that, like, 10 years for a year or something? He definitely had some gray hair. Okay. So you could still see gray hair after the Well, he thing. had some gray hair in the past. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> um, oh, man. Okay, so does the principal know? No. <sighs> uh, the principal is currently out of town. Okay. He's taking a vacation with his family, and that's why he left the dog in the care of the Bufords. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Don't you remember? He's on a Kev. vacation. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Kev, what if they want a funeral service, man? I mean, those are kind of expensive. Okay, okay. We're cutting it here, Jim. Okay, look, look. I'll, I'll, I'll write a song. I'll write a song for it. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> if you want me to sing it, I'm not that great a singer, but I can. I'm just, okay. I, how can I help you? What what can we do about this dog? I'm just saying when I was little and my hamster went to the happy hunting ground, it was a lot easier <laughs> to think he had just moved than, well, you know, he moved, you know, it's a lot okay. easier than dying. Right, so right. I think we could lie yeah. to him. I mean, we whoa. could, whoa, whoa, whoa. we could creatively tell him it's true he is gone he's moved okay and uh he's moved okay not knowing sometimes is nicer than knowing the truth fully okay right right yeah okay um oh man you, we need to bury the dog right now right i mean he's gonna start smelling so and we got to bury him deep enough so he doesn't get dug up by the coyotes. I mean, it's like there are coyotes around here, aren't they? Haven't you seen them? Oh, uh, well, I mean, I'm no, uh, I'm no hick, but yes, I, I've heard of them. <laughs> I believe Cody okay. stories. Big, big, bigger dogs with bigger teeth that eat other things like dogs, <sighs> little dogs. <sighs> okay. Okay. Um, Okay, dude. All okay. right, bro. Look, man, I'm with you. I'm with you, but we got to figure out what to do. We got to say who we... Oh, wait a minute. Okay, does anybody else in town know? No. I, well, um... Well, I, wait a minute. What, is, what does well mean? Well, <laughs> I... There was a... You know old Mrs. Crabapple? Oh, Mrs. no! The old... Where was she? Um, she was out on her porch which okay but she can't see right i mean yeah but okay he made slight noises when he landed oh so she heard possibly maybe you know she you never know maybe mrs crabapple oh my word oh my word this is not good is it her nephew that works for the paper oh i'm going to jail (laughs) i no no dude you are out Dude, I got like $7.34. I will bail you out, okay? <laughs> that is not Thank a problem you, at all. Look, I mean, we've been buds for how long now? Like a little while? For a long while? Dude, like I all don't our even lives, know. right? It's, it's, you know what? It's been so long. It's been like all of our lives, okay? Okay, do we need to tell okay. the rest of the crew? Thanks. Yeah, we can. He's a big dog. All right. With that, uh, let's move along here and get the rest of the group. Okay. Oh, is that Cody? How, okay, what do we do? Is that Cody coming? I was just going to ask if I could Is he arrive. coming up? Is he coming up? <laughs> is it the afternoon now? Cody! Let's, I think we can arrive. Let's uh, go ahead and actually move it on to the next day. Oh, the next day. The, All right. The entire group has gathered. Uh, I'll say actually down by the uh, that green area that Cody likes by the river. Mm-hmm. And you're discussing all of this, oh, trying to figure out what you're going to do with Sargon. And suddenly you hear something unusual 
Corn, corn, I found some corn. Happy me, happy me. And then another voice answers, lucky you, lucky you, I have no corn. Lucky you, poor me. Is that an Irish pigeon? Dude, are those birds? (laughs) You look around and you see a couple of pigeons nearby and they do indeed appear to be talking to one another. What do you do? That's new. Hang on. (laughs) Talking pigeons? Wait, so you guys are seeing this too? Yeah. (laughs) They talk to me all the time. What? I mean, not, I mean, every animal does, but... Like. How far away are the pigeons? Uh, so. Pigeons are usually fairly bold in the presence of humans, so we'll say mm-hmm. they're 15 to 20 feet away right now. And are they on the ground or, like, up in a tree? Uh, they're hopping around on the ground, pecking at the uh, whatever seeds they can find. Hmm. Wait a minute, they found corn. Well, they're not real bright, so... Maybe they want any corn. seed is probably corn. Oh right! Well, they do love <laughs> corn, I think. So, Kevin, what did we end up doing with the dog? <laughs> we're still talking about. Did we leave him? Gonna... So we left him up in the in the place. Oh, I mean, we can talk about our place here. I'm sorry, we're with our guys. I mean, our our crew. Um, <laughs> our group of people. Dude, we got to do something. He's going to start stinking. Okay, but like that bird just talk how many birds are there there were two at first um another one has joined them and you as you look around you can see that there's actually five or six others uh nearby and okay. uh hey, that's creepy a couple of them are seem to be cooperating to pick up a uh a large branch and as you watch they fly off toward the north are there still Just birds around the yeah there's still birds around and they're they're talking to each other they Talk about their mates and their their nests, uh-huh. and they've all got that kind of weird, this weird mechanical voice. Oh, so the hey hey Enzo, oh. you like animals, yeah. right, man? Well, obviously. Uh, well, so here's here's a thing. Shall I be the liaison? Shall I shall <laughs> my, I go be the in between? My my mom my mom taught <laughs> taught me a trick to catch birds. If you want to catch a bird, all you right. have to sneak up to it. And sprinkle salt on its tail feathers. And if you do that, they can't fly away. Okay. Enzo totally believes this. Anybody has salt? (laughs) Who has salt? On them? Anyone have those little packets? Like from. I thought that's sugar. I mean. (laughs) Okay, well, do we have a plan B with no salt? Well, should uh, we try talking to him? You can give it a try. Okay, what are we going to say? Corn? <laughs> 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 Try to blend in as larger birds. <laughs> Ugly larger birds. Is that what you're going to try, attempt, Enzo? <laughs> oh, God. I'm mean, uh, I- sure. I think he'll try to, yeah. Enzo will try to casually stroll up and. Okay. Uh, to... Give me a charm roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this. Dude, you do not have the moves. All right, so uh, <laughs> zero success. What 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 is it that you say to the bird? Hello, fellow bird. <laughs> <laughs> look out! Look out! People! People! Uh, and the birds, uh, as soon as you start to approach, they all take wing and start flying off toward the north. Ah, oh, so close! You guys bought it though, right? 
<laughs> that was great. Yeah. Yeah, it was it was great. Yeah. It was awesome. Dude, there's still a like, talking bird here. No, it's me. It's Enzo. Oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Did you guys notice those those birds all flew off in the same direction? Usually when I usually mean, when you scare pigeons, they'll kind of scatter. But they those all like they they're away, but all away in the same direction. Kind of weird, and, isn't it, guys? Yeah. Did you see those them picking up that kind of larger branch than normal? Yeah. I mean, definitely the strangest part of the whole thing. <laughs> Not that they were I mean, talking. Yeah, the, the cooperation the is way weirder. Everybody, give me a comprehend roll. Enzo and Mogu both remember that uh, there used to be a, an ornithologist who had a uh, public access television show, and he actually lives nearby. If anybody knew something about bird behavior, it would probably be him. His name is Chris Boyd. Is it Dr. Boyd? <laughs> so we relate that to the group. Uh, to the best of your knowledge, no, it's not Dr. Boyd. Poor guy. uh rumor has it that actually mogu and enzo both make me contact so i have zero success mogu you got one success so you remember that uh according to rumors chris boyd was bitten by a swan and as a result had a nervous breakdown (laughs) and that's why he is no longer on television okay at least he lived. Did you like goodness? Oh, for the Boyds. Boyds show for the Boyds. Oh, that's I remember him. Would you like to go visit him? Sure, let's go visit the weirdo that is scared of swans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I mean swans are pretty mean though. That's true. Was this a local public access show? Uh yes, it was. Okay. So this is this guy's new to me. Uh right. probably, yeah. Likely. All right. Chris Boyd's house is to the north. It's a bit of a, a bike ride, so it's going to be late afternoon by the time you get up there. The house is two stories tall, surrounded by a tall fence, and uh it is in pretty bad repair. From out here on the street, you can hear there's something something going on there. You you hear some crashing and Muffled, somebody shouting inside. What do you want to do? Here's a gun. I, I'm going to run to the front door. All right. The, and as much as that's possible, invisible. The gate is closed and locked. Can I try to hop it? Uh, you can climb it, sure. Give me a move roll. Okay. My lasso does not help me here, I think. But let's see. All right. Three successes. You You are over that fence like it's not even there. <laughs> and okay. right up to the front door. From this Cody, side of the be fence, careful. <laughs> from this side of the fence, you see that you could unlatch it if you wanted to. If you need want to. Uh, okay, I'm more concerned about seeing what's up at the front door first. Okay, you get up to the front door and looking in, you see his. Uh, what do you see, Cody? Front hallway and into his kitchen. Is the door open? Uh, the door is not open. Okay. Whatever racket is going on seems to be coming from upstairs. So first I want to knock on the door and see if there's a reaction. 
note, but you can now make out uh, a little bit more clearly uh, that he's shouting, Get back here, you stupid bird! And you hear a lot of sounds of, of chirping and screeching and what sounds like at least one large crow or raven in there. What do you okay. hear, Cody? What do you hear? It seems like this warrants backup. I'm going to go unlatch the gate for the rest of the folks. All right. The gate is now... It sounds like he's fighting birds in there. He's he's fighting birds? That That's what it sounds like. I wonder if they're talking to... Did they talk back? I did, I did not hear any bird <laughs> English speaking bird voices. No, I guess you wouldn't really know. You know that was. <laughs> yeah, we. I'm definitely gonna. Well, I have sneak pop in that gate <laughs> as soon as it's open. Try sneaking in. Should we all try to go in? Yeah, I'm going in. I'm going in. We got to go in. We got to stick together. Uh, the door is closed and locked. Oh. But Cody, looking in through the window, you can see that the back door looks like it might be open. Oh. Okay. Is there a doorbell? Uh, yes, there is a doorbell. Can we just try and ring the doorbell like normal civilized people instead of breaking into <laughs> someone's house? I mean, breaking I'm just saying this because we already jumped out gate, right? I mean, just to be polite. The guy was attacked by a swung. He was obviously going to be prepared for attack. Oh, no. He might be traumatized having a flashback. Attacked by a swan. Those things, oh yeah, those things are mean. I've seen them attacking people. You don't want to mess them up. They are big, too. Ah, oh, they're nasty. So you're ringing the doorbell? Yeah, I'm going to ring the doorbell. As we're starting to tiptoe across the entrance. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going. Ding dong. So boring. Hey, Why guys. Why want to have fun and break into houses, Mugu? Come Cody, on. could you see that there's another door open? Should we go around? Should somebody go around back or something? We could get in the back. But I, I hadn't thought to check for a doorbell. I just knocked. So maybe the doorbell's more audible. We'll find okay. out, I guess. All right. All right. So nobody's going to the back door? Not yet. Okay. So uh, you hear somebody, uh, the crashing and shouting stops. You hear somebody come down the stairs and uh, Chris Boyd opens the, opens the front door. And he's got this uh, bleeding gash on his head and a golf club in one hand. Like, huh? Uh, yeah. What? Hey. Oh, kids. Uh, he hides the golf club behind his back. Suddenly, what? What? What do you want? Looking, in- sir. Are Are you all right, Mister Boyd? Are you okay? We heard some crashing uh, from upstairs. It's these birds. They're turning on us. I tell you. You ha- You haven't. You haven't seen the birds doing anything weird, have you? Well, well just talking like usual. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Right, guys. Yeah. Yeah, uh, did you mean, we, just, we saw a bunch of them fly north together. Getting a uh, huge brunch. After talking you, you to heard us. Them talking. That'd, talking to us is important. That'd be the pigeons. You're, you're really lucky it was the pigeons, guys. <clears throat> Look, if you, if you see seagulls or a hawk, get into cover. This, this, this on my head, this was, ah, uh, the seagulls. Oh, I hate them. Um, Dude, so Kevin's a little too? out of it. Uh, are seagulls native to this place? They always come after me when I have popcorn. Um, there is a landfill nearby, and seagulls love landfills. Uh, <laughs> they're not exactly kid, native, right? but they're present. Mr. Mr. Boyd, do, do you need some help? Do we need to call for somebody to help you? Uh, help? No. Um, yes. No. Uh, God, who would believe me? Killer birds. 
and he starts looking around. There's lots of we, peeping. We killer and... birds. What? Have you not been listening? I was attacked by a freaking seagull. But ki- ki- killer birds, what have they killed? Well, nothing yet, but the, the that hawk is a predator, mm. and it's it's gathering like this this gang, and it's only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time before they start they start driving the 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 animals out of the area, competing for food. And I tell you what, once they once there's enough of them, and there's more every day. I've been counting them. There's more every single day, and once there's enough of them. Uh, I don't want to think about it. They're going to be driving us right out of here. Do you happen to know why would they fly north? Uh, the the pigeons? Yeah, yeah. They got a big, big old nest up there on uh, uh, Big Boulder Island. Uh, they've mm. been building it for for a couple of weeks at least. Huh. I was out there with some with some binoculars watching them, and that's when the seagulls came for me. Interesting. Uh... Now look, I don't know what's what's causing this, but okay. there's got to be somebody with a, a machine or an experiment or something. One of those crazy scientists in this area is doing something to those birds. Right. Have you happened to observe anything that they are scared of, of they are repulsed by, or something they don't like? Uh, no, I haven't noticed anything yet. But cats are a pretty good bet. Fair enough. What about dogs? Too soon. Well, dogs don't usually go for birds, but uh, I, I get, well, bird dogs, I guess, do. Yeah, we, we had a dog. <laughs> um, uh, would the dog smell work? So if the we dog... got a talking cat, would that help take care of things? <laughs> I, I've never heard of a talking cat, but if you can get one, I suppose it would probably be good at scaring birds off. Yeah. And have you have you ever actually had? I know it sounds crazy, but since I heard pigeons talking, which is already not, well, you know, uh, have you ever had a conversation with any bird? <laughs> well, just that parrot over there, the African gray, but he doesn't say much. He sings the national anthem sometimes. So he's not a commie. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that one isn't. But I, I'm not real sure about those budgies over there. <laughs> About this time, a uh, large blackbird comes down and lands on his head, and he just loses it. Start, he jumps backward, and he starts swinging that uh, golf club around. Whoa, look out, guys. Look out. Look out. Whoa. Oh, no. And the bird's out the door over your heads and flying away. And he's like, ah, good riddance. We... This bird didn't talk, right, that it we did. heard? No. Well, it's landing with okay. its head, so it's not very normal. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Boyd, your your head, it's bleeding. Can can we help you with that? Uh no, uh I got some bandages around here somewhere. I'll 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 clean it up. But listen, I, I just remembered something. Um there was a guy at the loop, um Don Don something, uh Dixon, Don Dixon. And uh he came by uh a couple months ago, and he was asking me asking me about the the local bird species. He was a he was a neurologist of all things. I don't know why he was asking about birds, uh, but now? you know he was he was a, a neurolo- he a brain doctor. You know, oh, um, he he, he studied brains, and uh, 
yeah, he was asking about the local bird species. I don't, I don't know why it didn't really seem like the sort of thing that uh, a brain doctor would be, would be interested in. And he, he was mm. a sketchy fellow. He, he kind of struck me odd. Now look, kids, I, I got, I got to get this cleaned up. Where, where's what? Oh, would you know where he is right now? Uh, not off the top of my head. Um, you could probably look up his address uh, in a phone book, though. Dixon, Don Dixon. Okay. okay. Don. Mr. Boy, thank you, thank you, man. Thank, thank you for, uh, guys. We we need to we need to get going and let Mr. Boyd uh, take care of things. Thank you so much for talking with us. Um, yeah, yeah, guys, yeah, yeah. Uh, you be careful. You see those seagulls. You you keep clear. Guys, we got it. We need to come on. We got it. We got to. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Boyd. All right. So as you're cycling away from. Uh, from Chris's house, it's getting kind of late in the evening, so you figure you probably ought to ought to head home before the streetlights come on. But as you're going, everybody, make me an investigation check, please. Oh, I actually got a success. <laughs> hey guys, I've got to get going pretty soon. It's getting dark. I got to get home. But I something a little weird there when he's talking about a brain doctor, and then we hear talking birds and stuff, man. Okay. This is like some weird science, man. <laughs> weird science. Yes. All right. Okay, so we when we, we like let's get together tomorrow. Can we get there? Can we meet tomorrow? We got to talk. Yeah, yeah let's meet at the high house. This idea of going tomorrow to the um, to the Boulder Island with I know it's kind of crazy, but with corn for the pigeons and something for the seagulls to distract them if they try to attack us and see what they uh... going on there. Yeah, I'll bring hey, my some, bat. Some with fish me. for the seagulls or something? I don't know. No, I'll bring my bat. <laughs> because that will distract them. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking somebody could get hurt. Well, while I'm you're worried. on your way home, Mogu, mm. you notice off the side of the, the shoulder, there's a large number of dead birds that look like they've been attacked by something. Hmm. Now, is this near her house? Near her home, Brian? We can say sure. And I don't, do I notice anything with one success or no? No, I just decided to let the person who got the most successes be the one to see them. Cool. Um, a part of seeing that they are, they have been killed somehow, do I see any marks apart of like blood or something? Yes. Upon examining them, you see that most of them have uh, puncture wounds. There's some broken bones, but it doesn't look like there are any teeth marks. Oh, huh. okay. It's a bird gang war. <laughs> the next day dawns, and uh, what are you guys going to do? Well, first I'm going to comb my hair. Because <laughs> I, I need to I get it just right uh, for my fans. Right. You can suit up with any uh, headgear. Practice gear. your drumstick twirling a little bit, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I'm actually bringing a, a pair with me. I, I just I feel like I need them. I would like to check that phone book and see if I can find... Uh, How's the weather today? Uh, it's going to be another scorcher, but uh, you guys can take it. Don Dixon's house. He's up here on US 93, 
And as it happens, it's on its way, on, on your way to Boulder Beach. Nice. Which is where you'd be able to uh, try to find your way out to Big Boulder Island. Yeah, and I'm feeling getting ready for this okay. that I want something. Cause lessos don't deal well with uh, birds, I'm thinking. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I don't know what I can bring. But maybe I have some leather chaps from doing rodeo just to, to armor myself up a bit. Okay. I don't know. I don't see myself as a leather jacket kid, but I can protect myself a little better at least. Makes sense. Uh, I don't know, man. Leather in scorching weather making sense. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sacrifice when you're when you're doing battle with birds. <laughs> uh, go ahead and add your leather chaps to your items list. They'll give you a bonus of plus one, so add a, a one in the the field there. All right. Let me see, see if I, I can like figure out how to add items. Ah, here they are. Can I get a mirror? Uh, of course you can. So you said body plus one, or uh, well, that'll be you'll you'll choose the drop down from whenever you want to use it. But yeah, oh, I see. It's just like the there. signature item. Yep. Okay. Uh, and so Mogu, you said you're going to bring a mirror along. Yeah. Do the same thing. Add a mirror to your items. Uh. Wait, and give it a value that? of one. Items. There we go. Mirror and uh, what dropout thing should I? Uh, don't worry about the drop down right now. Okay. That'll be that'll be something you select when you use it. Okay. Anybody Brian, else have? Uh, uh, can I add my pair of drumsticks? Is that okay? Yes. <laughs> okay. And that will also give you a plus one. Okay. I like that drumsticks. We, can, good, can we get one. more than one item or just one item? Uh, if there's something else that you think might be useful, yeah, you can. Like the corn and the fish. The would... Uh yes. Just say bird food. Bird food. Oh yeah, I, yeah, I stuff you. my pockets with uh, rice. And that's <laughs> one rice. That's one nice. point as well. Yes, one point. Thank you. Pocket rice. Just hope <laughs> we ate all the corn. birds. <laughs> hey, hey, Kevin, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin. Do we need to bring our um, walkie-talkies? Yes. Is that okay, Brian? Yes. yes, of course. That's always a yes. I don't foresee the uh, walkie-talkies giving you a bonus, but you never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so then, is your plan to visit Don Dixon's house before heading to wherever the pigeons are going? Yes. My, I would say yes. Uh, guys, I think the bird guy was pretty weird. So if he thinks Don Dixon's weird, maybe we should... <laughs> Maybe we should try to I surveil the house before we uh, talk to him about what's happening with the birds. Yeah. So maybe one of us should go first and, and sneak. Inch. Is anybody particularly sneaky? Enzo's sneaky. Uh, I only have one point. I know I'm not sneaky. Why don't we try I'm, to do like I'm where out we are three. selling cookies or something and talk to this guy and see what <sighs> he's looked like? Oh, cookies. A ruse. I, like I do like it. I mean, I'll be the. <laughs> I could say I'm doing a school paper or something, or a school. Uh, yeah, an interview or that, that's a good idea. Actually, or just full Enzo, on break in. And so just... should go and ask an interview regarding, you know, his interesting birds and knowing that he's 
scientist. I don't know, man, do something. <laughs> well, yeah. that worked really well when he went and talked to the birds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he has the language. Remember, he asked them for fellow birds. He could be like, hi, fellow him. scientist. <laughs> so then he convinced this guy that I'm a bird. <laughs> no, but he's going to be the more scientist of us. You know what I mean? He's going to be the one that is, can connect to this guy. I'll just rattle off what I read in the encyclopedia <laughs> that morning. <laughs> I'll be his backup. Well, let's uh, do, speak the mumbo. Let's give you some complications. <laughs> complications to begin with. Uh, as you're approaching the house, the next door neighbor comes out on the porch and is just like giving you the stink eye. What does the neighbor look like? She's maybe in her uh, late forties, early fifties. Uh, she's got her hair in curlers, big fuzzy slippers on her feet. Cats. Do we know her? No, you don't know her. She's uh, she she's not uh, from from the town. You've never seen her before in your life. Check out the woman. Hello. How, how are you doing today? <laughs> Who are you and what are you doing here? Oh, well, we're we're just uh we're just a group of friends. We're um we're hoping to maybe uh speak with uh a Don Dixon. Do you do you know Don Dixon? He doesn't live there anymore. There've been there've been people lurking around that house. You're not you're not delinquents looking for trouble, are you? No, 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 ma'am. No, not at all. Ma'am, we we just a friend of ours had said that we should just come and you know, talk to him for a little bit and, and get to know him. And we were just wanting to see if we could meet him. Um, no trouble. Make a charm roll, please. While he's talking to the to the woman, can I try and go around the house to see if I can find a back door? Yes. You make a sneak roll and Joe Mar make a use, failed your charm roll. So she's not buying it. <laughs> okay. Kevin would like to step in here. <laughs> All right. So... Uh, which way is the uh, she's lady? is she in his yard or like no she's standing on her own porch shouting at you wait and I'm trying to go into the oh house okay Don Dixon right right you're going around the opposite side of the house trying to find another way in apparently okay did they find a way you failed your sneak roll so <laughs> no <laughs> well I I don't like for failed rolls to make. Uh, the, the game halt, so it's a matter of what's the complication to you failing your sneak roll. So you get around to the back door, and it takes you long enough as you're you're creeping around to do, to do that that Kevin gets to try and uh, woo this uh, old lady on the porch. What are you saying, <laughs> Kevin? Oh yeah, I'm like, uh, oh, I'm sorry about my friend here. He's new to the uh, Salvation Army, and uh. I'm just showing him the ropes today, <laughs> and I'm sorry, you know, newbies. All right, how about you give me a charm roll? Oh, yeah. If you fail this, dude, I'm going to get you later. <laughs> you already owe me one. <laughs> he owes you one? He's helping you with that dog. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, Mr. Narrator. <laughs> I don't buy that for a minute. I'm calling the cops. And she goes into oh, her house. No, no, hold on. You have something to uh, to add, Joe Moore? We're sorry to bother you. We'll we'll just leave. We'll just leave. Sorry. Don't call the cops. <laughs> it, it's really okay. We'll just we'll just we'll take off. Thanks. Sorry to bother you. All right. 
In the meantime, Mogu has slipped in the back door. Uh (laughs) Do we need to do a move roll um, to get away from her? Uh, She's not chasing you, but she's going inside to uh, possibly call the police. Maybe we walk around the far side of the house. We need to to get around and and we need to tell Mogu we got to go. Guys, let's just hide in the house. And as she comes in the the kitchen, she sees on the table there is a dead bird with its head cut open. Nice. She barely has time to register that when Stacy Johnson here. Hmm. So you've got this girl. She looks like she's maybe 16, 17. Her hair is is styled all nice. She's got a cigarette in her ha- in one hand, a mini mouse shirt, and she's got a knife in the other hand. She says, "You get out of here, and don't you tell anybody you saw me." So the bird attack you. All right, confronted by somebody who appears to not be at all worried. <laughs> I make mean, an, make an empathy roll, please. Okay. I said it. I have a gift for these things. <laughs> All right. Uh, having failed your empathy check, take a condition, please. I recommend probably scared or angry, probably. That should yeah, be upset, I'm gonna, not I'm uh, going to go with angry. All right. So you got this girl menacing you with a knife. What did, What was it that you, that you said? Something uh, about the bird? So that bird attacked you? She's, she pauses and stops and says... Yeah, the bird attacked me. What's it to you? Well, you're not the first person to be attacked. I just wanted to know, why the hell were you here? <sighs> okay, look, this... Looking around, you can see this This place is not in real great condition. There's trash kind of piled up everywhere. It looks like somebody who doesn't really know how to take care of themselves has been living here. She says, look, this is my uncle uncle's house, okay? Now, you got to leave, but... But don't you tell anybody with the, that I'm here. No, that, that's okay. You, so you're related to Don Dixon? Yeah, like I said, he's 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 my uncle. Ooh, I, where has he been recently? We were looking for him. I don't. I don't know. I was. I came here to get away from my folks, and he's always he was always nice to me. But when I got here, he wasn't here, and it didn't look like anybody had been here for a while. But. I didn't have anywhere else to go, so I, I moved in. Fine with me. I will tell no one. Just out of curiosity, just between you and me, have you seen anything weird apart of the bird that attacked you? Um. Well, no, the bird was, was weird enough. She seems to be warming up up to you a little bit, and she puts the knife down. She says, come here and look, and look at this. Okay. She shows you where she's she's cut the bird's head open. In Inside its head, there's a, a microchip of some kind. That's been implanted in there. Do you mind if I get that? Um, no, no, I guess not. Uh, and here, I don't mean some, the bird; I mean the chick. Here's some tweezers. That'll help. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, make a calculate roll, please. Brian, are we coming around the corner to to meet up yet, or are we still? Where are we? Uh, is that what your your plan was to go around the? I, yeah, I think I grabbed the guys and we were going to go around to, to tell Mogu that we, you know, we could, <laughs> cops could be coming. All right. So, yeah, the rest of the, the crew is arriving at the back door now. Stacy looks a little bit. Mogu. Mogu. Yeah, I'm coming Mo- out. That, 
that lady, um, uh, the lady might be calling the cops. We got to. Okay, I'm coming out. I'm coming out. We got to roll. Cool hair, by the way. Um, what's your name again? I'm Stacy. You say the police are coming? Hey, Stacy. I'm I'm Joe Mar. No, I just no. This lady. I mean, Kevin here was talking to her, and she got all mad and everything, and and. Oh, man, if they find me here, they'll send me home. Hang hang on just a second. She dashes off into another room and comes back a few seconds later with a a book, which she hands to Mogu and says, look, there's there's uh, some of my uncle's notes. I think there might be something in there uh, about these birds. He was experimenting on on them or something. Now I got to get out of here. She pushes past you out of the house. Mogu, what's going on? I don't know. Does she kill a bird? There was the chip inside, and I have a book. That's all I can tell you. Chip inside <laughs> where? Like, she beheaded that bird, and there was a chip inside its body. In the head? Enzo's mortified seeing the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. She was saying apparently his, uh, his, um, the, the Dunk Dickinson guy had been, um, experimenting on them. I, I wonder if the birds actually kill him. Did you get the chip? Yes. You put your hands in there? You bet your head, yes. <laughs> wow. You are like cooler by the minute. Sure. <laughs> if doing that is cool, sure. Now, if the police is really coming, we should either inspect the go. area or leave. I'm still tempted go. to go around the house. Cody's been more concerned with the police arriving than than anything else, um, and like all the all the lying that was happening to the neighbor. So I, I've been watching already, and I can keep doing that. I've only okay, half where, registered where are things. You, Cody? Where are Peek, you, Cody? Peeking around the edge of the house. Okay. Might want to do a quick search for anything else in the Brian, in the can house. Can you show us at proximity where Cody would be? Watching for police. See, Cody doesn't probably want to be seen by that neighbor yeah. again, so he's probably okay. over at the the corner of that storeroom. Yeah. Oh, good spot. And so, if you want to check, you want to go left, and I go right, or the other way around. Uh, sure. Well, looks like there's more space to the right. So, anybody who's searching the house, make an investigate roll. Enzo did really well there. Let's see what the uh, you can ask me. Three questions from the list in the investigate uh, handout there. All right. So it asks, what is hidden here and where is it? Right, well, the main thing that was hidden was the diary, but I already gave that to you. So you find diagrams, some kind of uh, electrical plans for a machine of some sort, tucked in between a book about ornithology and one about the nervous system. Yes. So I grab the whole book and plan on giving the diagram to uh, Mogu to check out. Let's see, what has happened here? Uh, it looks like this guy left in kind of a hurry. It appears as though the pantry was still pretty full, although Stacy has done an admirable job of eating a lot of the food. Um, she's not a very great, very good housekeeper, though. Obviously, some of these questions aren't really relevant to you. Yeah, I so, guess like uh, the, the threats that I can perceive is probably just the neighbor and impending cops. Right. Uh, and I'll give you a little bit more. Uh, looking around, you see that this guy is obviously 
obviously a scientist. He's got lots of uh, science textbooks and that kind of thing. And he's got this kind of mural of uh, famous scientist portraits. You recognize Einstein right away. And in prior to position right next to Einstein is a woman, young woman in a lab coat with a, like a yin-yang symbol on it that you don't recognize. But looking around the rest of the room, you see that there's a lot of pictures of her. And in all, almost all the, all the pictures, there's another guy uh, kind of in the background, always, almost always staring at her. So maybe I, I always have a sketchbook is, should I like kind of like sketch the symbol or something? Yep. So yeah, I think I do that. Do a quick jot down. Seems like it might be important. Okay. And I think that's all of the clues that you got there right in the house. Cody whistles right about the time that he sees a uh, a police cruiser coming up the the street, and you all manage to book it out of there. How does that whistle sound? <laughs> I, I can't whistle, <laughs> so you'll still have to use your imagination. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. No, no it's I, fine. I, I wish I could, but yeah, Cody, I'm sure can whistle, but uh, Jacob cannot. <laughs> I apologize. Other Jacob cannot right. either. Just there we go, man. <laughs> okay. I think whatever he needs, it just pulls out like a duck collar. Like, yeah, I feel like I feel like Cody <laughs> could probably do the really loud, like two fingers whistle. You know, yeah, the dad whistle. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. You guys managed to find a, a shady spot to look at those plans and uh, the diary. Mogu, between the microchip and the plans, you see that somebody was building some kind of a machine that performs automatic surgery, presumably to insert microchips into birds' heads for some reason. And I need a comprehend role from anybody who feels like making one who's reading the diary. Uh, Kevin has least diary. picks it up. I'll when, try. When he looks at a no. page. <laughs> I look at the diary, but I think it's, I, all I see is there that it's, go, Kevin. it's evidence of something. <laughs> all right. So uh, the diary describes... <laughs> Don Dixon's work at the Loop facility, and in many places in his notes, uh, he writes about a woman named Lena, who he apparently is infatuated with. He thinks she's not only beautiful, but she's also a genius, and she's one day going to have a Nobel Prize. Uh, he's got lots of notes about colleagues that treated him poorly and uh, didn't understand her. And then near the end of it, he writes that he was completely overwhelmed with happiness when she asked him to work with her on a project in a place called IEX4Z32. Kevin, I'll give this one to you. Uh, you recognize that Ooh. as uh, the ID number of a magnetrine ship. Uh, but you probably have to look it up. Uh, a magnetrine ship. These are the magnetic levitation cargo ships. Oh, that travel between the loop facilities, uh, and there's a oh. So I know it's I know it's a ship. I just don't know which one. Right. Uh, so you'd have to either find someone who knows magnetrine ships, or find a find a way to look that information up somewhere. Hmm, okay. So guys, I there's a he mentions a ship here, but I mean, it's one of those loop ships, so. I don't know how we'd, we'd get to that. I think we should uh, go check out that island. Oh, is that like a license plate number for a magnetic ship? Yeah, kind of. Registration ID. Because, yeah, I bet, I bet they're 
registered with the local government, if so. It's less interesting than having, like, Ginny. Are they, are Magnetrine ships, are they registered, like, per state or federally or what? Um, they would be, they're treated a little bit like sailing ships. They're registered okay. to a, uh, a particular nation. All right. Hmm. So these are like flying ships or ships that go over water kind of hover. They, they fly. Oh, that's so cool. Okay. Kevin is, doesn't get out much. So Mogu, do you think that that ship helped that bird talk? Uh, maybe. <laughs> what did um? What did um? What did the girl with the hair? What did she say to you about? Did, did the bird talk to her? So the the bird attacked her, and uh, the, um, she killed it in self defense. So she found that chip, and she thinks that um, um, his relative it was actually experimenting with them. And that's why oh. she gave me the diary. Weird. But she didn't say that the bird talked to her. Just attacked her? I don't recall she saying that the bird talked to her. And the first guy that we talked to said that it was like just the pigeons were talking? No, it was oh. pigeons, seagulls, and... Oh, well, yeah. Oh, like the pigeons talk and, and the others are aggressive. Okay. okay, yeah. Isn't that like murder if you yeah, kill a talking We thing? should try to talk to the pigeons, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. That, no, that's like karma, isn't it? So what's your next move? <laughs> hmm. Uh, so our options are... Guys, what do we do with the information done. we have? Well, we can either like explore that island where the birds went, or if anyone has a lead to a parent or someone who might have some access to a log of ships or where that might be. Yeah. So we knew, we knew that this guy worked for the loop, right? That is what you were told. Yes. Okay. And my dad works at the loop. So you want to ask your dad about Don Dixon? Maybe I'm trying to figure out a good angle, but I'm, I'm thinking cause I, I'm gathering then that the loop is a private uh, entity. It's not a government project. Uh, no, the loop is operated by uh, the government. Um, oh, okay. The, it just doesn't the result in of things like research for something or other. Okay. Nobody yeah. knows what the T stands for. It just doesn't result in the in the um, libraries being open in the summer. <laughs> it's still right. a government project. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, well, I'll, I'll ask for help then because I can't I can't think of it. But guys, my my dad does some kind of accounting for the loop i don't know maybe maybe there's some way i could ask him about things or about a particular ship without giving away the game but but do you think you could talk to your dad about this i could try what do you think we should ask him oh, i don't know man i mean because he's going to start asking more questions right i could i could tell him i saw a ship while i was out oh okay should you mention it's Don Dixon's name, though? Maybe. What do you think? Is that too suspicious? Uh, I, I'm already in trouble with my dad, and I, I don't want him to think that I'm snooping around his, his job more, you know? We Dude, need, that may sound like snooping. I, I don't know. We need more evidence before we go to the to dad. Or you can tell her you met, um, what was it, his niece? And that she hadn't heard from him, and if he had seen him at work, because she was worried. 
That's a good idea. Way to go, Mogu. I can do that. That's a good idea. What was her name, Mogu? Because I wasn't inside. Um, Stacy. Stacy. All right. Hey, was Stacy. Yes. Quantum Childhood is brought to you by this fine sponsor. Have you been hungry since joining The Walking Dead? Well, just because you've become a shambling corpse, it doesn't mean you have to abandon your principles. Because now, there's Tofrains. It's the ethically sourced, soy-based brain alternative that zombies love. It has the same squishy texture the undead crave with almost half the flavor. It's just as satisfying to chew and won't fight back. With Tofrains, we can change one corrupted mind and decaying heart at a time. All right, so what's your plan? Are you headed back to town to uh, wait for Dad, or did you want to go ahead and head for uh, the harbor? We could ask Dad tonight. Yeah, I just, I'll ask my dad, so I want to be home, like, close-ish to when he gets home from work. But before then, I don't have any particular priorities. I'm happy to help scout out the beach if we have time. Sounds good. But maybe that's a tomorrow thing. I'm not sure. How far away are we from town? It would probably be another two-hour ride. Whoa. Yeah, it's 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 quite a ways there. It's probably about noon by now. It took you a couple hours to get to where you are. It'll take about an, another hour and a half to get to the marina. Mm-hmm. And so you'd have time to just observe a little bit, and then you'd have to book it back home to be home on time. Oh, and Boulder City is down in the bottom left of yeah, the Yeah, Boulder the City map. is that okay. gray blob. Do I know that there's a campground? Probably. You've been you've been in town long enough. And Enzo's Enzo, you camp some, right? Yeah, I think being in the wilderness group that little bit, but didn't learn it from father at all, so it would have been like through class. Yeah. What what do you guys think about trying to get a campsite maybe at the campground? Because that would get us closer to the beach and let us not have to bike so far. And also birds are less likely to be flying around and doing stuff if we were able to go and look at them at night. Okay. I'm going to, Hey Kevin, can I, can I tell my parents that I'm, I'm going to spend the night with you and, and, and would that be okay? You tell your parents so that we can stay at this campground, dude. Oh yeah. I mean, Cause I, I gotta have somebody. It's to... true. I mean, you're going to spend the night with me. Okay. Okay. I just, yeah. <laughs> it's like, if they call to your house, dude, what are we going to do? I mean, I mean, okay, whatever. Let's just... It'll be good. It'll be good. This will work. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. That's. I'm going to tell them what. What day do we want to do? You want to do this tomorrow night, Cody? We can try it. Do you guys know what the arrangements at the campsite are? I was thinking maybe we could we could bike over there and see how hard it would be to get a campsite. Yeah, we could scout out, but it. Uh, I would be definitely nervous about uh, convincing my father or like coming up with some story to. Last minute because so const- controlling. So uh, school. Um, oh wait, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just All like right. a special outing with the wilderness club or something. Spe- yeah, there we go. All right, so uh, you head up to the Boulder Beach campground, and since you're not bringing going to bring a vehicle or anything, they're not going to charge you uh, for a camping site. You can just grab a fire pit, set up your tents or whatever, uh, and that's all. That's all good because there's not a whole lot of people camping in the middle of the week. Now, if it was on the weekend, there might be some competition. Cool. Hey, guys, I mean, how cold is it going to get at night? Man, do we need to bring, like, something to kind of wrap up in or something? I mean, 
it might be various levels of prepared. Some of us like completely un unprepared. Yeah, that's a good question though. Yeah, tomorrow's gonna be a bad hair day. I can already see it. Does it get dangerously <laughs> cold in the in the desert here during the night, or is it well, next more of a warm all day around kind of situation? Uh, it is a desert, so there's not a lot of moisture to hold the heat in. It does get uncomfortably cold, mm. um, but you're not likely to die of exposure or anything okay. uh, in the night. <laughs> yeah, just seagulls. <laughs> just seagulls. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess so that's, can... that's a good question. Is the campsite occupied at all, or is it just desolate when we get there? There are a few families camping there. There's some RVs. It is Lake Mead, so... There's some people taking their fam their summer vacations there. Cool. So we are we at the next day now, or are we? Yeah, let's go ahead and and advance to the next day, um, or maybe evening of the same day, depending on what you want to do, and have a a scene from your everyday lives. Uh, so, Enzo, what do you want, evening or morning? Uh, I guess morning. Kind of preparing the gear. You're up in the morning, and your dad's having his his breakfast and sees you kind of puttering around and, and gathering supplies it says, now boy, what are you up to? Oh, that, I mean, I'm very nervous, but it says, no, I just, uh, you remember the, the class, uh, the, the, the wilderness club outing? That was today. I, I, you, you signed last week. Hmm. I don't think so. You, you you gave me a form last week. I don't think I ever saw anything. Oh, I'm I'm pretty pretty sure. Um, but it's it's fine. It's it's the normal normal group. Um, and I haven't told them that I've since been like pushed out of the the group. Right. But I still have like a a kit, sort of a backpack with like basic forestry stuff. Okay. Uh, give me a charm roll. Oof. It's not gonna. Uh oh. Yep. That is not a success. This is not a charming child. <laughs> Let me see if there's a, a skill that you are good at that might be more appropriate here. Sneak. <laughs> that might come into play a little bit later. Now, wait a minute. You're going on a camping trip in the middle of the week? I, well, doesn't Mr. Rogers have a job? He can't take off in the middle of the week like that. Oh, they, they, they uh, cut back. Hours for the summer. Um, yeah, pretty, pretty sure he's. Now, don't you lie to me. I can tell when you're lying. Now, when I come home tonight, you better be here. You hear me? Yes, sir. What what time are you coming home? <laughs> <laughs> I'll be here at seven thirty, and you better be here too. Yes, sir. Like... All right. So uh, he he takes his briefcase and he leaves. What is your plan? Well, I think. After being very torn and and he doesn't have a radio, right? I think no. This it's just a. I think it's still. Oh, you mean uh, Enzo has a radio? Yeah, he to can contact if you like. Yeah, I think um, I radio the group and let them know that my dad's gonna be. There's no way he's gonna let me be out of the house, and but I decide to still pack up the gear and and meet them. But uh, actually, I'll break the news there. I'll just bring the gear and tell my family again. Okay. Kevin. Yes. Evening or morning? Uh, evening. All right. Find your info here. Who we got to deal with? Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't have any information about your parents at all. I'm not sure if they're real. 
<laughs> just you and your four-year-old sister living alone. Well, and our brother. Um, oh, did you have an older older brother? Yeah, he's yeah Chuck. He's got an older brother, Chuck. He's the coolest person in the world to Kevin. Nice, nice, nice. So, uh, yeah, I, I do need a little bit more info info about your family. Okay. Both your parents in the picture? Yes. Or neither? <laughs> I mean, at the moment, they're on a business... Tri- they're on a trip without us because okay. um, we were kind of becoming a big handle and they just wanted a week away. All right. So then they've left Chuck in charge. Yes. <laughs> So uh, you come in in the evening when you're supposed to, and uh, your brother's there. And he's he's kind of just like tossing a football up and catching it, sitting on the the living room, living room couch. He says, "Oh, hey, Kev, what's up?" Uh, you know, I'm just hanging with, been hanging with the friends all day. You know. Oh uh, yeah, doing anything cool? Yeah, we're totally investigating some potentially killer birds and stuff. It's great. <laughs> Killer birds, awesome. So, uh, is that that code or something? You, I know what. What's up, man? You were meeting a girl, weren't you? <laughs> well, there was a girl there. Yeah, yeah, I knew it. Oh yeah, she cute. <laughs> well, you know, for a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I I know how it is, man. All right, hey, uh, there's some there's some pizza in the kitchen. Help yourself. <laughs> All right. Oh. uh, by by the way, we're gonna go camping, so I won't die. <laughs> camping, huh? Uh, yeah, sure, okay. Have fun. <laughs> we'll do. Chuck's real responsible, obviously. Oh yeah, <laughs> I want to be that kind of parent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Mogu. Yes. Evening or morning? Evening. Okay, so. You get back after your small, short adventure, and uh, your mom is distracted as usual. But uh, when you come in the door, she says, oh, hey, did you have a good time today? Yeah, I did. It was, you know, hard and great. You spent it all the library again, didn't you? Well, duh. (laughs) Speaking of which, I'm not pretending to spend my life in the library. I'm actually thinking of going camping with some friends to watch birds because now that's cool apparently <laughs> oh really getting out yeah. getting getting outdoors well that sounds great only uh, at night when it's not hot <laughs> right yeah you know, it was it was bad today wasn't it how was your day at work oh you know on my feet all day worn out but uh it was it was okay i guess i don't have any idea what she does <laughs> that's pretty good though you played that for some, well for some reason I thought she was a nurse okay that's great I never, told, I never said that sorry <laughs> she is a nurse and that's a good reason to be on her feet all day yeah <laughs> alright so then that leaves us with Jomar evening Okay, and when you get home, what happens? Hey, um, mom, dad, uh, I, um, I've got. Want to ask you real quick, um, Kevin? You, you know Kevin from uh, 
from school, a friend of mine. Oh yeah, the Buford Buford boy. Yeah, he yeah, you know, we're we're kind of kind of tight, you know, we're we're bros and hey, um he was wondering if I could um uh spend the night with him and um we were gonna like go out and and, and uh you know maybe do some snipe hunting and and uh maybe do a little camp camp over overnight kind of thing. Um we you cool with that? Hmm, camp out, huh? Will there be any adults there? Um yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I, and I'm, I think he, you know, he's got everything cool with his parents and everything. Um, he said everything was taken care of and it was all good. And, uh, you know, he's a good guy. I think we'll be really cool. Make a charm roll for me, please. All right. That, that sounds fine. Uh, just let us know if you need anything, if you, if you need any, any food or snacks or supplies. Okay. Um, I'll just, if you're okay, I'll just kind of get a few things together, maybe from the pantry, just, you know, maybe some, you know, protein bars or whatever, or whatever we got in there. Maybe, you know, ramen noodles. I don't know. <laughs> I think there's still some, some of that jerky left in there. Take that with you. Oh, cool. Okay. Hey, thank, thanks again. I, I appreciate it. We're, we're going to have a good time. All right. Now on to Cody. Yeah. I want to talk to my dad that evening. All right. So, uh, He's home a little bit later than you, actually. So he doesn't even know that you've been out and about. Mm-hmm. He comes in the door and he's looking a little stern, but not much more so than usual. Cool. Hey, Dad. Uh, hi, Cody. How was your day? It was pretty good. I was in town and, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just uh, trying to make friends, you know? Have you made any friends at, at work since you've been there now, Dad? You seem kind of <laughs> tired. Uh yeah, well, that's a lot of lot of paperwork to do, a lot of a lot of filing, a lot of numbers all the time. But uh uh yeah, I guess there's a there's a couple of the guys there that are that are friendly enough. Hmm. Uh you know, um have you have I talked about my friend Enzo before? Enzo that name sounds familiar, but uh, I got to be honest, I can't. I can't keep it all straight. Sometimes, yeah, I I, I met him a few weeks ago. Um, he was in the in the wilderness club at school, and uh, well, we were hanging out today, and we actually met one of his friends that he uh, he knows from school as well, and she said that her uncle worked at the Loop. So I I I thought that was kind of neat. I wondered if maybe you had met him. Uh, her name's Stacy, and her uncle is Don. Don something, maybe Don Dickens. Don. Don Dickens. Um. Well, wait a minute. You mean Don Dixon? Uh, yeah, maybe that was it. Huh. Well, now that's interesting that you'd bring him up. Oh. His his niece, you say? Yeah. She said so. Her name was Stacy. <sighs> Stacy. All right. Yeah. There's a there, there was a, a Don Dixon that actually left the loop recently. Um, oh. Now you you stay right there. Uh, he goes off into the, another room. You hear him pick up the telephone and dial. Oh no. You want to try and listen in? Sure. 
Okay, give me a sneak roll. <laughs> I was worried you were going to say that. If you if you fail, you're going to get the. Uh... Oh yeah, oh. I did. Oh, okay. So zero. Check off the scared condition, please. Okay, yeah, I'm I'm okay with that because he over here he detects you listening in on him, and you hear he's called the police and is telling them that Stacy Johnson. That runaway that they'd been asking around about Don Dixon's niece has been in the area. Oh, a runaway. Okay. Oh. And he sees you uh, lurking at the door and says, Now, Cody, what have I told you about listening in on private conversations? Uh, I'm sorry, Dad. Mm. I, uh, I, I, uh, I didn't know she was a runaway. You know, she was... Um, she was smoking and i mean i knew that that's not something i should do but i i uh i didn't know that she was running away from home and you know i would never do that uh you better not you'd break your poor mother's heart Hmm. now listen if you see that girl again i want you to call the police you hear me okay dad i suddenly forgot this guy's supposed to be a texan (laughs) i'm not trying the texan accent either All right, so what was it that you wanted to ask me? Uh, that was it, Dad. Um, now now that I'm scared, especially, I'm thinking that I'm gonna I'm gonna try to ask my mom about the camping trip Good if call. I can swing that one. <laughs> <laughs> you avoid your dad for the rest of the evening, and your mom, of course, is is all kinds of uh, enthusiastic about you being out out of doors. Yep. So. She gives you the go ahead and she doesn't even ask you any questions about Great. it. Great. Cool. I like my mom. <laughs> Next day, you guys all meet up at whatever waypoint it is that you had decided to meet up at. Okay. Enzo. <laughs> oh, so uh Kevin might have might have mentioned and asked if anybody had like a wagon or something that could hold a dog sized object that we could dump in a lake. <laughs> oh. That's a good idea. Because I'm assuming we're meeting up during the day, right? Yeah, you'll probably want to get Not just uh, get started in the morning when it's still cool. Yeah, we get there and like, we get so, there about lunchtime. Yeah, I mean, I, I probably have a wagon. And my mom was cool with me raiding the, the kind of shed for camping supplies. She didn't ask any questions. You guys want to go back to back to mine and get a wagon and then head yeah. to Kevin's to clean up is that what you want the wagon for kevin yes <laughs> or is, is uh, dog side dog yeah, a euphemism for yes. something else I, I i thought you brought the dog to the to the our hiding place you, you left it well at i brought house. part of him <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> joe joe Mar, have you ever out. smelled something dead before out, yeah. man dude yes i have like i mean yeah you don't like birds you, and squirrels. You don't want to put a dead dog in in a small space, man. We had to deal with with dead coyotes back on the ranch sometimes, and those things, even though they were outside, was it was so bad, so bad. Okay. Once the skin starts to go, that's so, when it really starts to stink nice. up the place. Thank you. Thank you for that visual. Kevin is feeling more and more uncomfortable. Kevin, where did you where did you keep it? <laughs> Kevin, where did you keep him? I thought... No, He's in the shed. 
Oh, he's an O. I poured some coke on him to cover the smell. (laughs) (laughs) All right. The wagon wagon is definitely requisitioned. Let's head that way. (laughs) So, Enzo, what is your plan? Are you going to come back at night or try and deceive your dad somehow? I think he's still trying to figure a way out, hoping to... Yeah, but he's he's planning on telling the group that he can't make it, but is very torn about it. All right. Um, but brings all of his gear and all of his, like, you know, scout type of a pack. So I think, yeah, uh, heads to the meetup. All right. Well, let's fast forward a little bit. And uh, you guys are at the campground deploying all of your all of your gear. So it's probably about 1 o'clock by now. You made pretty good time. What is your plan? Dude, we got to take care of this dog, man. Can you smell that? Did we bring the, the dead dog along with us? Wait, <laughs> did you guys take care of that before coming? <laughs> yeah, what, what, what were you around? thinking, Kevin? What was your plan with the wagon? I thought we were... Kevin, didn't you say you were going to dump him in the lake? Well, do dogs float? <laughs> I think... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> uh, yes. Okay, maybe not. The, the dead dog probably would float. Okay, has he already like started okay. to blow some guys? Probably. So then we we probably left the wagon in the shed if we wanted to get our our camping setup done. Yeah. Well, the sheds you got quite a bit of distance between uh, the campground that's way up here near the lake and the shed at Kevin's house that's way down here in Boulder yeah. City. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was wondering. Like, I'm, I'm thinking we probably left it's a long left way the wagon there for later and then headed out to set up the campground. Right. If we are at the campground. Okay. Because, okay. Kevin, your, oh, your mean, parents like, are still away for a little while longer, right? Oh, valid point. Valid point. We got a couple days, and we got to watch these birds tonight. Okay. Kevin okay. reluctantly is That's okay true. with it. Okay. And then after after we have our campsite set up, I want to share what happened last night. So I, I want to yeah. tell so Mogu, that, that girl you met, hmm. did you know she's a runaway? She might have mentioned that we shouldn't say anything about it. She's a what? Did you do you have any way of getting a hold of her? Because the police are probably looking looking for her now. My uh, my dad kind of called them last night, so yeah, I don't know, mom. I, don't I think know. she's going to be on her own. Hmm. Yeah, but maybe we should find her before. So how long has she been missing? She's not. I mean. Yeah, I guess she's missing. She she's just staying in his in her uncle's um away from her parents for some reason. Right. What did what did your dad say, Cousin? He uh he told me that if I saw her again to uh to call the cops and he said that Don Dixon didn't work at the loop anymore. That's all I, I feel got. Because he caught me he caught yeah. me when he when he got on the phone with the police that I was listening. I don't know, guys. There's a bunch of weird stuff in that house. Uh, a lot of strange pictures and diagrams. I, I don't know. I'm worried about if they do find her, what she might be mixed up in. So maybe we should try to find her first. What kind of weird diagrams? Uh, there's a type of like yin yang sign, and uh, I don't know. Just kept seeing this one woman in every photo, and this creepy guy always behind her. So. I don't know. Between the birds and this, it's it's hard to trust anyone. Weird. Maybe adults. Yeah. Well, I I just wish I could warn her that uh, 
the police know that she's still around. Because, yeah. But if, if we went to... back to the house, the police might be watching it. Yeah. That's a good and point. And that yeah. woman was meant to call the police. That. And I don't recall her surname. And I don't think she would answer any landline. And I don't know. I think she must be in. I don't think we have any leads. Unless some other. We just got to keep an eye open, I guess. Because was Don Dixon's house kind of out away from from town? It's in a little cluster of uh, okay of other houses at the intersection between the the road that leads up actually to where the the campground that you're at now and yep. US ninety three. It's like a a sub suburb kind yeah. of. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. While you're having this conversation. Uh, there's suddenly a commotion that you hear from uh, away toward the water. There's like a, a little ridge between you and there, so you can't quite see what's going mm-hmm. on. But you hear a lot of a lot of shouting, and uh, looking up in the sky, you see some some birds circling around. They look like seagulls. Uh oh, seagulls. Twelve o'clock. Mm-hmm. Can I check a little bit closer Uh-oh. with the binoculars? The binoculars. Uh, yeah. So looking through the binoculars, you manage to catch sight of. One of the birds swooping upward away from whatever the commotion is. Uh, and you see there is something very definitely red on its beak. Hmm. Dude, are those, what are those birds doing? Meanwhile, I want to run to the ridge and peek over. Okay. You see down below you. I'm going with. There's a, a long, rocky plain that leads out toward the mm-hmm. water. And uh, there's a little girl, maybe eight or nine years old, on the ground crying. And there are several adults gathered around her. Uh, several other kids screaming, uh, and there are just seagulls that are just like dive bombing these people. And every once in a while, uh, one of them draw actually draws blood, biting them. Make an investigation check, please. Okay, one everybody, second. or just him? Oh, just him. Just Cody. He's the only one who went. Oh, I thought I was Oh, did you? Okay, then yeah, you can make one also. No then. successes. Okay. <laughs> All right, Joe Mar, as you're watching this happening, uh, you notice that the seagulls seem unusually coordinated so that uh, whenever the, the adults c- go and try and knock one down, it zips back the other direction and uh, another one comes in from behind and attacks. And up above all of them, there looks to be a hawk or something circling high in the air watching it all happen. Cody. Cody, the dude, I think that hawk up there. Can you oh, see wait. that hawk? I oh think yeah, that hawk, you're right. I think I think he ha- he's doing something with those seagulls, man, because they're like they're like they're doing something like in man. sequence or something. It looks like as soon as the adults try to like stop, the ones will come in behind them, and then the next one will come in, and the next one. Will, I uh, something's up with that hawk, dude, and they they're like. I guess, the, I guess the crazy guy was right. So I show I show back to the rest <laughs> of the group. Guys, get over here. No, oh, I run after him. Stick together. They're seagulls. All right. And about this time, uh, somebody comes running up from a car mm-hmm. nearby and uh, fires a shotgun in the air. Oh, yeah. Which causes the birds to scatter. Oh. Wow. Is the person closer to us or closer to the group on the beach? Closer to the group on the beach. It looks like part of the same group. Uh, they probably all okay. arrived in a cluster of cars nearby. Because I'd, I'd like to, I'd like to move towards 
them then. No, nobody is going to sell a kid a shotgun. <laughs> it's the 80s. <laughs> how, how many charm successes do you need? <laughs> Wait a minute, how old are you, Kevin? 13. Oh, almost 14. <laughs> almost, there you go. That, you know what? That there makes it. All right, so uh, everybody is, is uh, getting this little girl who looks like she's pretty seriously injured uh, into mm-hmm. a car. And it looks like they're probably taking her somewhere to get some medical attention. But obviously, whatever is going on with these birds is starting to get serious. Okay. And what had happened? Was anything happening in the campground? Like, did the did the other campers come out to see the commotion as uh, well? Yeah, eventually it did. Uh, it did draw everybody else out. Uh, and there's hmm. lots of gossip and, and people looking concerned over this, over whatever, what happened. Yeah. Somebody says, well, she should have given up her hot dog. <laughs> what? That's a hot take. You know, you know how those seagulls get. She probably had food. Um did did you say where we saw the birds go after the shotgun? I did not say. However, they mostly flew off to the east. Oh, towards can we see the, the island from here. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yes, you can see the island. It's pretty distant. Uh, you'd have to get a little bit closer. Uh, Can we check binoculars to see if any more birds are going towards the island? The flock that just got scared off is going a little bit more toward uh, the southern part of the island. But looking off toward the northern part, you can see there's another big flock of birds up there that doesn't appear to have been involved in this attack. I point at there and go, that's no moon. (laughs) That's That's a cultural reference at this point, right? Uh, 1977. Yes. That, okay. That works. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> he probably, probably has it nice. on laser disc. There we go. <laughs> All right. So do you, something's not right with that Island. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. Up there. Are you wanting to go down to the beach and look closer at it? Is that your plan? Can we, I mean, we could go down and talk to some of these people though, right? You could. Yeah. Guys, you think they're going to believe us if we're like questioning them about these birds or no, it's way. best. It's best not to not to incite a panic in the public, I think, right now. But we could ask them and, and see if they know anything that that we haven't yeah, figured let's just out play yet. Dumb and... um, oh, we could ask them if they need some could help. Ask them if the birds talk. They introduce us. <laughs> well. Did they say anything? Maybe we should ask them if they need some help. It's a good idea. At least the at least the the little girl is. Has been taken away now. Yeah, that was the that was the most pressing concern. What about the other kids, though? Yeah, the other kids weren't they hurt? Good point. Everybody who was who was wounded has been bundled up bundled up into the cars, and oh, okay. the guy with the uh, the gun is still there, looking balefully off to the west or to the east. Hey guys, do you think that? Do you think that's Don Dixon? Only one way to find out. <laughs> And I, I, I yell, Don, am I within hearing distance of him? We'll say, sure you are, All right, but yeah. he does not turn around at hearing you shout Don. I don't think that's Don Dixon. <laughs> okay. Way to go, Cody. Um, would, what's the normal way to get to the island? Uh, that is an excellent question. Um, it's too far to swim for sure. I mean, unless you're Lord Byron, but uh, 
you might know somebody that you could borrow or hire a boat from. There's plenty of uh, like pleasure boats and house boats in the marina. Um, but if you is there like a ferry that just takes nice. kit pleasure goers back and forth regularly? No, there's nothing on that island uh, that's worth going out to see. Oh, uh, there used to be a, a concrete factory there for the dam, but it's been closed for decades. Oh, you mean um, haunted? Okay. <laughs> Hence, Big Boulder, Little Boulder, and Rock Island. I'm guessing that's about what oh. they are. <laughs> right. Hey guys, if if I mean, are we going to try to do? You, should we go to that island? Yeah. Okay. So, like, how? Okay. Look, I have the bail money that I had set aside for Kevin. We could use that, but I don't. I mean, is it going to be more than seven dollars and thirty six? Dude, nothing's I mean, more that's than all seven, I got. Seven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. nothing worth why don't you give me some contact rolls maybe you know somebody i cannot <laughs> roll to save my life <laughs> that's all right there's there's no reason you would necessarily know too many people in the area yeah, exactly you're pretty new to it but uh <laughs> enzo and kevin both know somebody with a boat apparently oh <clears throat> who yeah. might that be um the uh that teacher who's on summer break and spends all his time boating just got some vanity boat all right <laughs> yeah we recognize a, a teacher we both share class with uh we'll call him uh dr hartman the english teacher hartman okay oh a doctor huh okay yeah he I went to if... he went to a liberal arts school for his doctorate and also was on the rowing team <laughs> <laughs> well we'll say he so doctor of literature i'm not really sure (laughs) maybe his first name is doctor kevin enzo do you guys know somebody that has a boat doctor what's uh hartman english english dude yeah you remember you had we are in his class i i I was in his class that's why you weren't doing so well (laughs) (laughs) no i was no, I was. I took Miss Hambrick for English. Well, he dresses weird sometimes. Well, he was always talking about that boat, the one with the funny name. What was it? Oh, was, uh... do, you, do you think we could use his boat? Well, we know he, he at least has a boat. Let's uh, let's see if he's there. All right, so uh, you go down and uh, you find out that uh, Doctor Hartman isn't here right now but enzo's actually been out on his boat before so he knows where he keeps the key and it's just like a a little uh it's not weird <laughs> fishing fishing motorboat it's got a it's just the type that's got a little outboard motor on it and you know how it, uh, how to operate it well enough uh he was he was a sponsor of the wilderness club so you learned it from him yeah, i'm very hesitantly like find the keys but i'm i'm getting a little worried about time at this point and uh, idea of going to, all the way to the island and back in time. Hey Enzo, you don't uh, you okay, man? You don't you don't look yeah, well, like you're doing. Uh, okay. You think What's we'll up? be back before seven if we <laughs> boat? Uh... <laughs> uh, you mean like out to the island? Yeah, and, and all the way back home, like before dinner, right? Hmm. No, well, probably not. That, Maybe seven no. thirty. Um, what's what's up with well, the time? It didn't though? exactly. We didn't exactly get we permission. Had plans. 
uh, to go. So what? Uh, what? Just what'd your dad say? Just you know, no way in hell, kind of sort of thing. <laughs> and, uh, <sighs> but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe you guys should go, uh, or I can go. No, man, we got no. We got to do this together. All right. Well, I mean, one option is if we. Dude, we can Brian, come about up. what time is it, Brian? I'd say it's about three right now. Um, so he'll be really ahead, pushing it. Or maybe, say, I could, like, go back and then sneak out at... If we decide to go at night instead of daytime, I could try to sneak out after he goes to bed. But maybe that's the last resort. Um, Dude, I mean, you you really think... Man, you're going to get in so much trouble if you try to sneak out. Hmm. Yeah, but you guys I'm don't sure have the bird skills. Who's going to talk to the birds? <laughs> I'm sure we can be back in time if we go now. It'll all work out. I've got a plan. All right. If if you guys are willing to okay kidnap me if we're not back in time, <laughs> dude, I'm always willing my father, to kidnap you. Like oh, just, like, just leave a ransom note <laughs> and uh, and then maybe maybe we'll be fine. So okay, okay. Oh, and like leave you in Kevin's shed. <laughs> yeah, <or> perfect. Perfect. <laughs> 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 okay well if, if you guys are willing to go that route then maybe this will work we got your back man i just i don't want you to like like die you just, just want you to get in trouble man yeah all right I mean, so since enzo is willing to go i will not make you make any kind of roll to operate the boat to get out there uh he's taking enough of a risk already so then uh, we, on your way out before hmm? we go those birds were kind of dangerous, guys. Maybe we should try to rig up something to help us if they do decide to attack us. You know, like, what did we bring to camp with? Maybe we could use parts of the tent or tarps that we brought. Anything I got anything to help us against Cody. the birds. I, I got <laughs> Brought I a got, big roll of... Because you saw it took a gun to scare them off, and none of us have a gun. Ooh, do we have any sticks? Uh, I believe you said you brought your the baseball bat, right? Somebody brought a baseball bat. I thought that was you. Uh, I didn't mention it. I think somebody else mentioned oh. a bat. Oh, I did. I, I had mentioned it. I just I didn't add it to my eyes. I have, <laughs> you have your bat. Uh, a mirror, a bird food, binoculars, and a lighter. Oh, a lighter. I figured we would need fire. Yeah. Oh, solid plan. I suppose we didn't have anything burning other than a, a wood fire, possibly, at night. Well, they are building a nest. <laughs> oh, <True>. okay. <laughs> Is it too late to add a, uh, a helmet covered in aluminum foil that's shiny? Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> you could probably scavenge some uh, aluminum foil from the trash cans on the along the marina. Somebody's surely wrapped their greasy food in that. Brian, should I leave the bat off since I didn't add it? Uh, no, go ahead and bring it. Oh, and we we know birds have trouble flying when they're wet, right? Let's just take a few buckets of water and we can, like, water the birds. <laughs> Seagulls probably don't have that problem. Wait, dude, we're on the water, man. Yeah. yeah. Enzo might, like, give some rant about oil on the feathers and different you know, <laughs> stuff like. and so. kevin will just ignore him because he thinks he knows what's what's what <laughs> like no 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 this one he'd work. like to like <laughs> do a small bucket he can somewhat easily carry and fill it with seawater 
Well, I'd, I'd like to to bring along a tarp. Oh. Yeah. I okay. I don't think it's a good idea to like try to make try to use tent poles to make the boat enclosed totally, but at least if we have a tarp we can use it to can hide under or something. So are you satisfied with your plan so far? Are you ready to head over? I am. I'm still a little scared, but so we're bringing all the camping stuff that so we didn't actually like make camp. We just we'll get through it. Packed everything into the boat, I think. So <laughs> Dude, we could camp on the island. I mean, I'm not gonna tell that to Enzo, but <laughs> Oh boy. Oh man. Alright, so you motor out across the uh that little channel and arrive on Big Boulder Island. And as you approach, Mogu sees through her binoculars that uh, it looks like the birds circling around Big Boulder Island are the pigeons. And there are a hmm. lot of them. Dozens at least that you can that you can see. Hey, who brought the who has the corn? Me. I got rice. <laughs> oh. Offer offer the pigeons some corn. Uh, you're not quite close enough yet. Uh, <laughs> they're nesting at oh. the uh, the highest part of the island. Okay. So if you want to approach, you're going to have to climb uh, for a bit. Do we see any kind of structures from from the water where to angle towards? There is a large, like circular structure of some kind made out of brick and concrete. Hmm. It used to be the uh, the part of the concrete man- manufactory on the island for the for the dam. Most of it is underwater now because when the lake filled up, it covered it over. So we see the big pigeon headquarters, but we know there's <laughs> another headquarters on Rock Island. Oh, my God. Uh, that, that, those are both the same thing. You're on Big Boulder Island. Oh, so uh, we Rock are... Island oh. is the, the southern part of that, and that's where the other birds were flying toward, but you didn't see if... You don't see any signs of them there now. Mm-hmm. Make a investigate roll. Now this island's big enough, Brian, that we couldn't. When we're up there on the northern corner of Big Boulder, we wouldn't be able to see Rock Island. Would we? Not from where you are right now, but if you were to climb up to the up to where the pigeons are roosting, you'd be able to see over there. Okay. Do gotcha. we all make? Or are we doing investigation? Any, anybody who wants to. Kevin happens to be the only one that notices that where the pigeons are circling kind of low around their nest, way, way high up, you see that hawk again. Uh-oh. And uh, also there are some some seagulls circling around from the back of the island that you see occasionally. Okay. It looks like... Do they see us? No. At least not yet. <laughs> But the hawk is there, so the Godfather has all his little enforcers too. This is not good. The Godfather hawk, I like it. You guys want to? I think if we see any pigeons, that's <laughs> where we want to go for, since they were friendlier last time. So if we get some information out of a pigeon. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Do you want to try and climb up there? We have food for the pigeons. Did you say the where the pigeons are nesting is where the building is? They're nesting above the building. Okay, it's kind of on the shore. Uh, and then the the island uh, climbs up sharply. Gotcha. And they're up at the top of the main the main hill. Oh, then we probably want to go. We want to go to the building and try to be inconspicuous ish. That's what I'm thinking. I I'd like to visit at night okay. too, but if Enzo needs to get home, I guess we have to do this during the day, even if the hawk is watching us. Let's go in the building. 
Okay. The building is mostly just a, a large hollow shell. Okay. There's not much to see there. Yeah, this is, this is going to be, you'll need to make either a move or a sneak roll to get close closer to the nest without being seen. Uh-oh. And this is one of those situations where extra successes can help your friends. Okay. So we're going to try to go for the nest now. Is that your plan? Or you can get back on the boat and go back. Uh, came up. Or do something I haven't thought of. Is it about four? It's about came four o'clock. Yeah. Probably. What if we set up camp in the building, in the shell of the building, and then approach the pigeons at night when the hawk can't see so well? Let's do it. What oh, do you guys think of that? Enzo's the only problem. Enzo's <laughs> yeah, the only problem. Facing around nervously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and can, does he even have drugs? If Enzo goes home, he would have to take the boat. I think, yeah. yeah, looking around at you know everyone's faces, like Enzo would probably feel the peer pressure and be like, "Oh, all right, let's just let's just do this." <laughs> we came all this way, and you know maybe we should <laughs> go for the nest as soon as we can. Are you sure, dude? Are you sure? Don't. Don't. don't (laughs) Just start cutting out letters for the ransom note. (laughs) Enzo. Enzo, I told told my dad that you were the reason I met Stacy. Oh, God. So. Oh, God. If if we say that we were looking for Stacy today, which is true, partially. Partially. But true. Certainly, certainly your dad isn't going to be mad that you tried to help out an active police investigation, is he? Or that I'm the one that I'm the murderer. Like, oh, who knows? It's <laughs> like, um, a murderer. <laughs> She's missing. Um, uh, who did you murder, Enzo? <laughs> what are we talking about? Enzo murder someone. Get it. No, I, I think Enzo just starts breathing out of a bag. Like, so. Dude, it's going to be okay, man. It's going to be okay. We're just going to set up camp, okay? okay I'm just going to lay here for camp. a second. I'm just like... I mean, look, look, Enzo. Look, and I'm just going to kind of lean over towards him. If, you, if you've got to... Look, hey, man, hey, hey. If you got to go, I'll go with you. If you got to go, I'll no, go with you. No, this would, would be more heroic to stay, so I'll, I'll do that. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Right? We're on agreement? I'm being heroic? Sure. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right. Very Let's set up camp carefully, carefully watching the uh, the pigeons for signs of hostility. Okay. Um, hmm. I will need sneak roll from everybody. Oh, no. And I sucked. Goodness gracious. So Cody and uh, Mogu are not real great at sneaking, but uh, Kevin and Enzo are very good at sneaking. So with style. Enzo, which which one of them are you helping? Uh, I guess Mogu or Cody. Uh, I guess Mogu. Okay. Describe what happens and how you prevent her from drawing attention to herself. So I guess um. So what's the layout again? We're trying to get on top of the building, and they're the building that you've got to work with here is essentially just a large cylinder where they uh, used to pile the the raw materials for making their concrete and a lot of it's tumbled down. So that you're, you're finding some, some shelter in there uh, to try and set your, your camp up out without being seen by the hawk or the uh, pigeons. And sorry, and we're in, we're trying to sneak up on the nest right now or 
just camp. Right now oh. you're you're setting up camp. Waiting for nightfall. Gotcha. And um sorry, and the hawk spot us or I I didn't catch the setup. Uh, no, Mogu does something that you think is going to attract attention from either the hawk or the pigeons, and you do something uh, that makes that not happen. So tell me about that. I think maybe while we're starting to get out food and like maybe she opens a, a package of something like crinkly and sm- smelly, like some uh, potato chips or something that suddenly like a bunch uh, come our way. And so maybe I'll grab some of the corn and kind of throw in the opposite direction to try to distract them. Okay. And Kevin, how do you help Cody from keeping oh, you from so getting caught? Can't. Um, are we, we have tent pegs and we're like setting up a tent, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. right as Cody is about to slam it down on, on the tent peg with a hammer, I like go, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, quietly, I go, whoa, 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 whoa. And like jump in front of him <laughs> and like overly dramatically show him, you know, this is how you be stealthy, man. Oh yeah, I can I can use the leather of the chaps to provide a, a sound barrier as we're as we're banging in the tent pegs, so we don't get there metal on go, metal. Man, there we go. <laughs> Thanks. All right. Exactly. So you managed to get your uh, your campsite set up without drawing any attention from the birds, and uh, the sun goes down. What's your plan? Who has the binoculars? I have. Because you better be keeping an eye on that hawk. <laughs> See where it goes. Uh, the hawk flew off to the uh, okay. northeast as the sun was setting. All right. Time to approach, maybe, if we have the All corn. Right. Um, the only way we can get rid of conditions is through the uh, anchor, right? Spending time with the anchor or uh, somebody can make okay. a lead check and spend some time one-on-one. Gotcha. Who has a condition? I do. I'm I'm scared. I'm oh, hungry. Uh, can Kevin? What side of this uh, silo? Yeah. Can Kevin give uh, like Mogu still got the angry? Can Kevin give a three way counseling session real quick and pep talk? <laughs> uh, one at a time. Oh, okay. A group group so, pep talk one at a time. Yeah, but. You have you have to make the roll twice once for oh, each. Okay. Of them. Um, then yeah. Do you want me to roll or describe how I'm doing this first? Uh, describe how you're doing it. Actually, make the roll first so that you can uh, describe how use the success or failure to inform your action. Your acting. Oh, right. Okay. So I'm doing a Kevin. Uh, no, not Kevin. Well, I mean, I always give myself a little pep talk. I'm like, you got this. Cool. <laughs> Everybody loves you. You can do this. And I go over to Cody and I'm like, wait, who's angry? Who's who's scared right now? I am. Okay. I My still dad called I, the policeman and now we have to deal with these birds. They hurt a kid. Like, oh, what are okay. we doing? Are we solving problems or are we causing more? You know? And you're Cody, right? I'm still getting voices connected fully. Yeah, I am Cody. Okay. And you're also Jacob. Okay. Yes. I got this. Oh, okay. That's right. So I'm like, <laughs> I see that you're upset. You told me this. And I'm like, dude, you can never 
cause more trouble as long as it's a do or do not. There is no try because you just got to go for it because um, when you, you, you it's it's Chinatown. Forget it. We're all good. There's no we're going to work together and fix all these problems that have been spiraling out of control. All right. So, Cody, you may remove your scared condition. All right. And Kevin, Thank make you, your Kevin. Uh, roll to lead Mogu. Uh-oh. Well, it's not as as helpful. <laughs> that's that's still good. Yeah. So, I'm like, uh, Mogu, uh, what's your problem? But in a very diplomatic way. <laughs> <laughs> well, it started with the girl that killed the freaking bird, and then it ended with the funnions. She really wanted those so, funnions. Like, why are you mad? Well, eating helps me <laughs> calm down, man. And it was my only bag of funnions. I have oh. very strong opinions so, about this. I will buy you some funnions <laughs> when this is all over. And when you can't eat physical food, you can always eat your emotions. I so will my chew your me. elbow. <laughs> you can always eat your emotions i don't know if that makes me not angry i think i got extra points (laughs) (laughs) like what's your rebuttal to it then (laughs) i bet the don't answer (laughs) well you can you (laughs) you can still be angry but you no longer have the angry condition (laughs) <laughs> um, so I'm successfully, I really think that's supposed to be I'm up. successfully not hmm? angry anymore at what I was I'm just a new type of angry I like that <laughs> right and I, I think that's actually supposed to be upset not that's, angry okay. I don't know why hmm. maybe your character hey Brian of this, this, sorry, maybe he, you're angry but now your anger is directed at the birds that are preventing you from using this funion so you're pushing it into our adventure. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure about it. There's something about eating emotions that is not as fulfilling as chips. Okay, just eat. We'll eat something <laughs> later. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I can't. I'm okay, fine. But I want two bags. All right, Jomar, you had something okay. to say? No, I just wanted to, I wanted to ask you as the DM, what side of this silo did we set up our uh, camp? The circular area. Uh, wherever you feel like it. It wasn't really okay. all that important. I just thought I'd... Uh, oh, okay. I didn't know if it, if a, a proximity had something to do to help us or hurt us. No, I just wanted to give you an idea of, of what this structure actually was. Okay, cool. Uh, that you weren't looking at a like a building with, a, with covered... Hmm. Probably the yeah. south right. side. Sweet. Yeah, probably set up in the shadow, right? Oh, so that we're hidden yeah. from the birds by the wall. Okay. Yeah. Cool. This has been episode one of the Quantum Childhood Actual Play RPG, The Killer Birds, Part One. The music for this episode is entitled Relapse by White Haze, generously provided by the YouTube No Copyright Music Library. The Tales from the Loop RPG is based on the art of Simon Stallenhog and uses the Year Zero game engine. More episodes of Quantum Childhood and of the Geek at Arms podcast can be found at geekatarms.com.